Howdy there, y'all. Welcome back. Today is uh, February 15th. It's SKUs Day 2022. I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark Ige. What's up, Mark? What's up, Trey? Excited for today's show. I got the uh, Canadian trucker update to end all trucker updates, hopefully yeah. literally, because it's I think it's almost over now. But uh, it's real fun. involves uh, trolling with some of the worst yet hidden heavy metal I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, yeah. But first, uh, you I know you watched Super Bowl because we were texting about it. Um, I found all the ads for crypto incredibly depressing. <laughs> I, I thought that one, like I thought they had that that big like scandal or whatever, but I guess that didn't impact them too much. They just rolled right on through that. The funny thing was Bitcoin dropped like five hundred bucks during the game, <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't even didn't even work in the short term pump and dump sense. But like, remember that QR code ad where the QR code just bounced around the screen like a screensaver? Yeah. If you want to know how reliable this technology is, uh, people actually use the, the QR code and it crashed the website immediately. Um, so that's, that's how nice. that goes. Uh, the one that depressed me the most, I think, was the Larry David one, just because if Seinfeld was still on, they would definitely do an episode where Kramer's dumbass gets really into crypto. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Then again, that, fortune favors the brave. Why, why do you think they went with brave? Like... Is there a reason for that? Because that's not that's not the saying. The saying is bold. Fortune favors the bold, right? Like what? Like they just needed to switch it up to make it, yeah, different. So it's their own slogan or something like that. Well, it's we always think, I always think it's funny about like when you watch um, like Fox News, for example. They always have those cash for gold ads. Yeah, it's like society's collapsing. You want to move your money into gold, and my question is always: if my money's worthless and your gold is super valuable. Why are you giving it to me in exchange for my worthless cash? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why do you right? want my money for the gold that you have? Yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> it's like if, if you have this super secret, amazing investment that's going to go up forever, why are you trying to sell it to me? Right? Yeah. To, like, But also it's like the, when the pitch is, get in on this. Don't you want to be smart? That's when you know you're a mark. Right? It's yeah. like smart people are doing this. Okay. Right. <laughs> everybody's saying it some of the smartest yeah. people are doing this that's what the smart people are doing and the bold things to make you feel like a smart visionary but it's also kind of saying here what you don't want to be a pussy do you everyone else is getting rich on this shit <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> what it sell your house and buy this or you're gay you know that's basically yeah. what they're saying marketing baby i love it um oh wait uh, but in skews related real world news yeah. uh somebody who works for matt <laughs> one of producer Matt's uh, staff he, he does a uh, non-profit political fundraising in his, uh, in his real life world I actually don't even know exactly what he does but it's something like that I think what I said is broadly <laughs> sort of true uh, rural organizing that's what there you does. go so I guess one of his staff members uh, anyway they made the news because they caused yeah. a bit of controversy by saying something objectively true All right, they so were we mean <laughs> Matt's got his Tennessee Democrats mean. strategize ways to connect with rural voters but one organizer's comment today raised eyebrows. So News Channel 5 asked the party chair for his thoughts. A POS. Forgive me, but what kind of unity and trust does a phrase like that build? Tennessee Democrats. <laughs> so, so one of Matt's employees called a politician, a common politician, a piece of shit on a live stream. And now the, he's the, the candidate they, they were promoting is getting yelled at because uh, – because Matt's, Matt's out here being uncivil. Matt's people are yeah. uncivil. Yeah. That's what the, the way they clutch their pearls anytime, like anyone on the left has any kind of bite whatsoever to them. And then they turn around and, you know, call us 
every manner of commie and Nazi and homophobic slur and whatever else you can imagine, like just baby killing devil worshipers and all this shit, yeah. you know, but you use a three letter acronym for a four letter word and they, uh, they lose their minds. Yeah. Let's say Obama is a, is a, is a, is a, is a Marxist Kenyan, uh, Manchurian candidate that let's do where let's go branded masks. They will openly try to pass bills that Joe Biden should take a dementia test. And then you use you, you say POS on the internet, and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, it's like, producer Matt's got to do some sensitivity training over there at the office. <laughs> these people in line can't be using uncouth language like that. Matt, you should know better. All I like right. I like it so like, how are you supposed to bring rural people together by calling people pieces of shit? It's like. <laughs> yeah. You some bitch instead. Everybody knows yeah. that. You, speak you know who's language. most who's most likely to think of politicians is lion sacks and shit. Yeah, <laughs> my dad yeah. wrote in his uncle every presidential campaign I ever thought of because he, he, he hated fucking politicians. So, yeah, well, we're ragging him, so he is still here with us, producer Matt. As always, this is Weekly Skews. I want to remind you if you're vaccinated, want to see me live, you can go to wellreadcomedy.com for tickets. I'll be back where it all started for me, Knoxville, Tennessee, on March fifth. Very much looking forward to that. Some other fun places afterwards. Hope to see y'all out there. Um, But as for the show tonight, a new theme is emerging from the big Canadian trucker protest. And that theme sounds a whole lot like gay cowboy porno metal. What a time to be alive. Also, (laughs) Congress is flirting with the notion of disallowing themselves from trading in stocks. You might hear that and think that's so clearly the most ethical and appropriate thing to do. And so why would our nation's lawmakers ever consider something like that? That's a good question. We'll get into it later. But first, as always, we begin with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, it's been a while, but she's back, everybody. Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's right. What's she on about this time? Soup Nazis. Literal soup Nazis. Matt, if you would. Not only do we have the D.C. jail, which is the D.C. gulag, but now we have Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police (laughs) spying on members of Congress, (laughs) spying on the legislative work that we do, spying on our staff, and spying on American citizens. I'm not surprised here. Nancy Pelosi's into chilled soup. I bet she likes an assortment of soaps. Nancy yeah. Pelosi does. So, you know? so if you if you guys didn't catch that uh, that misspeak there, the Gestapo yeah. was a pan Third Reich secret police force started by Goring and eventually taken over by Himmler that rounded up people and was uh, one of the main organizations running the Holocaust. Gazpacho is a delicious Italian snack. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, some people are sort of pretty hilarious running jokes. I saw people say that, like, you, that the Gaspacho police going to throw you in the goulash, uh, you know, that like kind of shit. Uh, yeah, but I, I just can't. I saw a bunch of people say that, like, she did this on purpose. They do this stuff like this on purpose to, like, get get to get internet engagement because people dunking on them. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't see Not it. I don't her. Like, nah. I just don't. I, she just, she say all kinds of dumb shit. I mean, I, I just yeah. don't think any of it is that calculated with MTG. No. I mean, like, she just spouts off. And then, like, the thing, the reason you know she's not trolling is she always, she always, like, apologizes the wrong word, but she always tries to explain herself about, of course, they, the media is trying to make her look dumb. But in reality, what she meant was X. Like, she, like she sort of retracted the Jewish space lasers thing, and like anybody, a woman who thinks that people have weather machines and uh, you know wildfires are sort of by space lasers 
is not smart, I'm just going to die on that hill. I'm not going to think I'm being out chest. I'm being checkmated by this (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's say we our first honorable mention for Daily Dumbass tonight is uh, any good God-fearing Christian out there who believes that witches are not a very real problem in our nation's congregations okay but it's all right one man pastor greg Locke, is on the job matt you play this clip we got first and last names of six witches that are in our church and you know what's strange <laughs> three of you are in this room right now oh three of you in the room right now you better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You devil-worshiping <laughs> Satanist witch. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. You so much as okay. cough wrong. Right. That's enough. So that's Greg Locke, who's a huge Trump supporter. Like he yeah. talks about, he, yeah, uh, he, we've, we've we've talked about him before. But it's really funny about that clip is a couple different reasons. One, he says he has the names. He doesn't name them. He just right. says, if you come back next week, you're going to out you. So conveniently, I bet they'll be gone next week. But <laughs> which I just watched Night, uh, Nightmare Alley, the new the new uh, Del, uh, Guillermo del, Guillermo del Toro, yeah. Great movie, enjoyed it a lot. But also, like, it's about this mentalist, like, like uh, a circus huckster or whatever, and basically walks you through how they do stuff like this. And his is like a particularly dumb version of it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking, and I know he like gives him this ultimatum: don't come back at the end. But in the middle of it, he's like, I officially, I cast you out. I break your curse. I cast you out. And I don't know, were they not expecting like a poof of smoke or like a ray of light? Or something mm-hmm. to come down on three, you know, <laughs> three women in the congregation and just rapture yeah. them up, or something should have happened, shouldn't it? It seems like they made it through his uh, his smiting pretty well. What do you think these women in question really did, Mark? I caught them like listening to Metallica or doing trigonometry <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like, well, oh shit, we got witches in our midst, y'all. It, it, later on in that clip, he says what made him made him it made him realize they're witches is people that hung around with them got sick. So obviously it was a witch curse. Uh, <laughs> like as if there's not a fucking just, it's like cold and flu season. There's so not a pandemic going. COVID is actually is it Chinese people or is it witches, Mark? Who's really Chinese what witches. are they? Where's COVID coming from in the end? Yeah. According to these people, Chinese witches. Chinese witches. Chinese witches. Uh, look out. <laughs> Yeah, this guy kills me. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I, it's 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 weird. We, we talked about this before, but like God's always on the verge of losing to Satan. So here, this this witch is running around his church, making people, uh, you know, sick. And then Lot talks about it. And you're right; they don't get smit. They don't get smitten. Smited. Smite. Smote. Smoten. Smoted. Smoted. <laughs> Whatever the we're idiots, but whatever the past tense of smite is. So <laughs> now that, so it's like they have magic. God doesn't. I'm like. I don't know. I know what God I'm going with, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Our next honorable mention, it's not just witches you got to worry about out there, Christians, when it comes to your, your kids. Uh, you also need to worry about ice fishing, okay? First step on a long road of depravity, all right? And if you don't believe it for me, hear from this uh, the mayor of Hudson, Ohio, who lays it all out right here. Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, 
Then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hudson mm. Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. And now you've got the police, chief, <laughs> the police department involved. All right. Just so, points to consider. You can cut it back. So... <laughs> I guess he's saying if you let if you give people permits to ice fish, next thing they want permits to build ice shanties, and then they're going to be fucking in the shanties. Then they're going right? to put a whole bunch of ice whores in that ice shanty, yeah. and and, uh, and there and there you have it. No more Jesus on the ice lake. That's that's the devil's lake now. Uh, yeah, I thought um, ice fishing was like, you know, the purest of northern pursuits. I I, I thought you know this got like they're coming for ice fishing now. Well, I guess I mean, it isn't the fishing. It's like you said, it's the it's the shanties and yeah. the, all the types of hedonistic activity that could go down in an ice shanty. Yeah, I don't uh, look. I'm not Matt's a resident Yankee. I bet he, I bet he's been ice fishing. He's from South Dakota, but I, uh, I, I don't really think when you're that cold, you want to take your pants off. So I'm not really sure what what this guy's thinking about. This guy, he's a mayor. He's a mayor of Hudson. Um, he. Uh, so he'd been campaigning with Josh Mandel and our, our old buddy. And what's funny about this guy being so concerned with sex perverts, if you watched last week's episode, the reason Trump hasn't endorsed Man- Mandel is he thinks he's a sex weirdo. Yep. Uh, although nobody knows why. I listened to a podcast, the reporter broke the story. He wouldn't even go into details. Because apparently, J.D. Vance's people or some other Republicans in the primary have been trying to get someone to print this lurid sex story about Josh Mandel, and no one's doing it. So they just go straight to Trump with it, which is what Trump thinks is a sex weirdo. But so uh, Mandel's been campaigning with this guy. The last time he was in the news was for trying to have the school board of his town arrested for child pornography for permitting a college-level book to be read in a college prep class. So um, that's why Mandel, uh, Mandel uh, sex pervert and anti-sex pervert have teamed up to stop all the sex in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, but good news is we don't need to show the clip of Mandel, uh, Matt, cause it's kind of boring. So it's just a Mandel talking about like, uh, how he's trying to stop pedophilia. But, um, uh, the good news is after that, that story went viral, this asshole actually had some shame and resigned. Cannot uh, believe that. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Cannot believe it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ohio mayor says fishing shanties may lead to prostitution resigns after multiple controversies. Now he said in the, in, in his resignation statement, he said he was joking and people just didn't get his joke and also said he was stressed out after the death of his wife. Now that's sad. I don't want to make fun of him for his wife dying. I don't think he was joking though. Um, I, I kind of feel like these, you know, Northerners, it was more about you just you don't come after ice fishing, god damn it. Like that's, <laughs> that's what it really came down to. It's not it's not like any kind of, you know, uh problem with the, the gaffes he was making or the morality he was projecting out there. It's just like, you know, you can have our ice fishing shanties when you take them from our still alive cold but still alive, uh and yeah. drunk, very, very drunk hands. These people, uh, it's like, it's like they're from the 1940s or something. Cause like I, we saw like talking about the Super Bowl, you, I'm sure you saw the, the, the weird panic from the turning points USA people about the, the Super Bowl halftime show being sexual anarchy, which is like, yeah, I didn't, I did see that. Look, I knew they were going to have problems with it on account of all the black mm-hmm. people they had up there singing and yeah. how they mentioned cops a few times and all oh, the white guy took a knee and all. I knew mm-hmm. like, I knew they was going to have issues with it, but I did not expect them to to proclaim sexual deviant well because mary j blige 
fell out at the end of singing or whatever. She wasn't even like that, you know. She wasn't hushed up, really. She she's just wearing more like clothes a, than the cheerleaders. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking I don't, like I your, don't, your pro America Save America argument is that that the cheerleaders were wearing full length pants. Good luck with that. <laughs> is it like a? Is it like a? Rappers are misogynist, and these are rappers, and so this is. But they love misogyny; is their shit. They love misogyny. But I'm saying, is that I literally don't understand what that angle is supposed to be. That that halftime show was like sexually deviant or sexually anarchic, anarchist or whatever. Like, yeah, I don't I mean they all did the clean versions of their songs. I mean, right. like, uh, you, you see, you mentioned that uh, Dr. Dre said "Still Not Loving Police," which is you know from a song from from Crying 2001, but like like. Fitty said, "Like the the real version of his song is, uh, uh, Mama, I got that X if you uh, if you had taken drugs.' But I'm sure they've never heard that version. They've only heard the Radio Queen version of when he did, which is, uh, I ain't into having sex. I ain't into. I'm into I'm having, having sex. sex I ain't into making love. Yeah. So come so it's me like, a hug. You into getting so rid I didn't, like, they didn't even say what they're talking about. So I can't even like. It, it's like it's one of those things. It's just from another reality. So it's probably a timed tweet. <laughs> you see that <laughs> one guy said." uh he said, you know what would have made a much better Super Bowl halftime show? Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, and Lee Greenwood. That's what. <laughs> Unironically, he meant that. And it's so funny because it's like the 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 roster they have available to them to pull from. You know what I mean? It's just those guys. They're like, maybe special guest Scott Bayo, you know, put Kevin Sorbo in a loincloth, have him dance around. And like, and that's. Well, that's yeah. the whole thing. That's pretty. That's all we got. I don't know who else to, least, put, to put. Let's get some there. modern MAGA people. Get the 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 one red guy from Florida Georgia Line. Get Forgiato Blow. You know. Get the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you got a better roster to choose from than that. So I don't know. Like you, uh, there's got to be country artists who would plug and play fine for them. Yeah. But anyway, like yeah, get Kid Rock. We could all use a bathroom bathroom break for about forty minutes in the middle of the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Run to the all liquor right. store. All right. Our last honorable mention for Daily Dumb ha- Dumbass: the uh, Trump administration Secret Service for failing to properly secure the White House toilets in terms of national security. Uh, yeah, it seems Trump was taking a, a unique approach to document disposition i guess we should say anyway play the clip matt with the toilet tell us what you learned good morning guys thanks for having me um so as i was reporting out this book um i learned that staff in the white house residence would periodically find the the toilet clog the engineer would have to come and and fix it and what the engineer would find would be wads of you know clumped up print wet Printed paper, um, and, you know, meaning it was not <laughs> toilet paper. This was this was either notes or some other piece of paper that you know right. he, they believed that he had thrown down the toilet. So, this is like one of a, 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 a bunch of stories the last few weeks about Trump's uh, let's say failure to, to, to follow the law when it comes to retaining documents. I guess he has a habit going back decades of after he finishes reading a document, tearing it up in like four, six, eight pieces. But of course, the President's Records Act I means you can't do that. So AIDS had to tape it back together or try. He also took a bunch of top secret records with him to Mar-a-Lago. Don't know why. Maybe it was a mistake. He's not very, uh, say, diligent. Maybe it's nefarious. I don't know. Either way, it's probably not uh, kosher or legal. And then, then there's um, this relevation. I guess he got, uh, uh, I guess he got tired of his aides taping stuff back together. So he would just put it in the toilet. <laughs> but I, lo- I love that you said the engineer would come on stuff. Like the white house toilets have an engineer that it, they don't yeah. get, they, they get like a five-star general as a plumber. <laughs> yeah. One step. Yeah. It's just, you can't just have plumbers in the white house. You gotta have, uh, 
commode engineers. Yeah, the commode I mean, like general. The, the, I think that the White House uh, 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 code word for the guys that get, did Watergate was engineers or something like that. So uh, maybe he's got G. Gordon Liddy coming to plunge his toilet <laughs> to snake the toilet. Yeah, all the classified <laughs> documents he threw into it for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was wild. Um, all right, well, let's get into it. The you know. Gonna be a heck of a segment here, beginning with maybe my favorite headline of, well, maybe ever. I don't know. And I say yeah. we just uh, put the screen grab up there, Matt, so everybody can see it in their glory, and we'll read it for the people that are listening. Um, from Rolling Stone, a porno metal song about gay cowboys is disrupting the anti-vax trucker convoy. Yes. Not, you know, sometimes this timeline's all right, Mark, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we'll play we'll play we'll try to play a little bit of the song in a, in a, in a minute or two, I think, but just for a little bit of background. So uh a lot of the trucker convoy was coordinating on an app called Zello, which is like a push to talk walkie talkie sort of app. Um, but it's public, so anyone can join your chat rooms, right, as long as you let them in. So a bunch of people in Ottawa were getting really fucking annoyed with these people and the police not doing anything about them because they occupied downtown. They clogged up all the parking. They, they uh, occupied a grocery store, basically. They ran, over, ran through a soup kitchen. Um, they pushed out all the homeless people. They were harassing. They were honking their horns all night. Nobody could sleep. And so they got fed up. So what they do was they go on these channels. And uh, let me, this, I'll read a little bit of this for you to set the vibe. Um, in a recent chat on the Zello channel titled Windsor Convoy 2, a group of people supporting the trucker convoy started an impromptu sing-along for the national anthem, Oh Canada. I'm glad these dipshits are everywhere. Uh, home and native land, one person sang off-key, followed by another crooning just as poorly. True patriot love with all our sons command. Those aren't the actual lyrics, but that's what they sang. And then comes a loud guitar riff, quote, 18 naked cowboys in the shower that ran ranch, a voice screams. <laughs> but they got removed before they, from the chat before they can continue the next lyrics. Big hard throbbing cocks waiting, wanting to be sucked. <laughs> So apparently this has become a meme. Um, it's a hashtag ranch Ram ranch resistance. Um, and I guess we should have done a content warning because the language is a little more aggressive than we usually use in this show, but you guys are babies. So here we go. Uh, Matt, <laughs> play a few seconds of this song so they can uh, get the vibe. 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Big hard throbbing cocks wanting to be sucked. Okay. All right. That's enough. So, I get nervous when we play any music on this show, but it just, you know, needed to be heard uh, to be believed. Yes. That dude, that knowing, thinking of these dudes on their like walkie talkies trying to coordinate their whole, you know, this operation they got going. Cause you know, they're all like, like military esque about it and shit. I bet you know what I mean. It's like you know, Freedom Canuck one over go. What's you know? <laughs> what's the what's give me a sit rep for you know? What's happening outside the Tim the uh, fuck? What's the name of the damn Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, down the street there. And then this burst in in the middle of it, and then them having to deal with it. It's like this is my favorite type of. Um, well, well, I, I don't know if it's my favorite type of resistance. It's the most uh, entertaining type of resistance uh, for sure. Yeah. Is this t type of <laughs> trolling, gay cowboy porno metal trolling? Yeah, because it's it, it's like perfect because it's absolutely harmless to everyone. Right. You know, the, the person doing the protesting is not at risk, and it's not actually doing anything to people that are protesting except annoying the shit out of them, making it harder for them to coordinate. So. 
<laughs> so um, the, the girl, the, the woman who started this, she was talking in that article about how um, frustrated they've been with the lack of police response. And the, Trudeau invoked emergency powers today and sent in the, the Mounties because the Ottawa cops weren't doing shit. And uh, some, I hope the Mounties rode in on horses because if not, uh, they've really ruined my mental image. But in there, in there, you sure. know, the, the flap rim hats and the red, 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 really red, red uniform, just, all that. Yeah, we just, all love just, Mounties. Yeah, they don't hit people. They go get, shoot, whatever yeah. you know, whatever Canadian <laughs> yeah. cops do. Yeah, politely shoo them away from their horse. Yes. But I want to show you an example of why the citizens of Ottawa would be pretty frustrated with their police right now. Here's a video from today um, of cops hugging the protesters goodbye when they're getting ready to leave because the Mounties are coming. Do you have that video, Matt? I mean, they are known for being very polite and nice up there. Maybe you just, maybe that's just what you do. You know, your worst enemy. Uh, you just, you know, you're legally bound to hug them on their way out or something like that. Although they all, they also like, you know, fist fight over hockey jackets and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know which way to go on it. <laughs> no, obviously, this is, you, we see this type of shit here all the time, too. The fucking cops dapping it up with Proud Boys and shit yeah. and stuff like that. You know, it's like, yeah. it's, the only thing that's surprising about it is that it's in a, a different country, but you know. Yeah, apparently this is a, uh, we've exported this problem everywhere, or VR cop shows or whatever. But uh, so the, all right, so the, this happened today too. She wasn't the only one fed up with their uh, lack of police response because uh, the police chief was essentially a mutual agreement to fire himself. He resigned after meeting with the, uh, the town, uh, Ottawa city board. Um, fun fact, he's a former soccer player for Canadian, Canadian national team. This guy named P, uh, Peter slowly, slowly, slowly is a fun name for a guy who would not respond to a protest. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Nominative determinism, uh, baby. I love it. <laughs> so, slowly. He said his complaint was he didn't have the manpower to do anything about it because his cops were outnumbered by the protesters basically. But that's not how police like. Right. George Floyd protests, the cops were out number two. They still cracked the fucking a bunch of people's heads. Right. Um, and also, what difference is more bodies going to do if all you're going to do is hug them? Yes, just, right. Well, you just needed to give out more hugs and that would have dispersed yeah. the crowd. Like, what? yeah, what is more manpower going to do when yeah. that is the response? It's like, you know, we haven't tried anything, but I don't know what else you expect us to do, really. Yeah. So, <laughs> kind of the attitude. We we told you uh, okay. Let's talk about this Fox News video first because we told you that Trudeau invoked emergency powers to deploy mounted police to shed tutu in this protest. They're all going to be arrested. They didn't disperse. Uh, here's Fox News's very astute legal analysis of uh, of this happening. Um, see where you can catch where the bullshit kicks in. Do not have it, Matt. Standard tech tactic of uh, groups going back to the civil rights movement even earlier to block uh, bridges and streets uh, to do what was referred to as, quote, good trouble. And so the, the troubling aspect of what is coming out of the prime minister's office is that by this rationale, they could have cracked down on the civil rights movement. They could have arrested Martin Luther King. I mean, I think that right. the <laughs> office needs to dial down. Not Martin Luther King famously never arrested. I know. Imagine, uh, imagine how things would have gone if some if we'd just been able to arrest Martin Luther King at any point. You know, 
would have upended the whole deal if the U.S. government and police forces could have, you know, um, harassed Martin Luther King when he was doing his thing. <laughs> it's worth <laughs> noting that one of MLK's most famous protests was marching across the and blocking the Edmund Pettus Bridge, um, yeah. which uh, he got the shit beat out of him for and arrested for, I think. I don't remember if that, he was arrested on that particular occasion. These people are also blocking a bridge and nothing happened to them. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This, these people should read more than the first sentence of MLK's Wikipedia page. I think we had started one of our constant complaints about these fucking idiots. But the real shame is all this happened right before these bridge blocking heroes were given the gift of a perfect night's sleep um, because they are America's big heroes. And we wanted to give them the greatest honor we can bestow on anyone. And that is a my pillow. Pillow, we're busy. All of our employees are busy making pillows right now for the truckers in Canada. We're going to try and get them through. I'm not going to say what day, or you know, we'll be there'll be obstructionists. Uh, um, yeah, I know you guys <laughs> yeah. are. Gonna... The, yeah. for your problem getting the pillows across the bridge would not be left wing obstructionism, right? Yeah, he's he's like we're worried we might have some trouble getting goods across the border right now to support these patriots who are blocking goods from crossing the border. So mm-hmm. we're gonna have to employ you know some a uh, little bit of covert ops in this pillow operation yeah. we're running down here. We're gonna airlift them in, maybe tie them to some Canada yeah. geese, you know, mm-hmm. have them fly them in. Uh, you got one of those uh, uh, secret CA funded shipping companies that was like transporting weapons in Laos, but like to get pillows into Canada. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so that's the context for all this. Let's have some more fun with the song. All right. <laughs> Back to Ram Ranch, the Ram Ranch resistance. So the backstory of this song is hilarious. It's written by a guy named Graham McDonald, who's a, a Canadian singer who seems like he's fucking awesome. Um, he says uh, that Ram Ranch was inspired by part of Rodin's Thinker, okay, and in part by a Nashville radio station rejecting his LBT-themed country songs. Of course country music's involved in this. It was to get back at the homophobia of Nashville. That was the whole foundation, he says. That's why he started making <laughs> super horny, uh, uh, horny gay uh, heavy metal. So uh, he made the songs in 2012, but they didn't start going viral in 2016. Now, a fun thing about this is, um, like, because of this, the song is like now in the top 500 of Spotify. So, he, so he's a full, he's got a full on hit now. Yeah. Uh, but here's the, this him talking right now killed me. Um, after it first went viral in 2016, someone on Discord requested he do a sequel. At first, I was like, "That's like Pink Floyd putting out Dark Side of the Moon 2. <laughs> but but I figured if George Lucas can put out Star Wars two, three, four, five, six, and seven, I could put out Ram Ranch too. In total, he has now written 541 versions of Ram Ranch, <laughs> including Old franchise uh, baby, and, and some new songs, including ones called Come God and Prince Harry's Twelve Inch Cock. Um, dude, side note here, um, you ever? Read much about the guy who made uh, Monster Mash? Uh, yeah, me and you have talked about this, but I and to talk avoid spoiling it. You go right. no, not on the show. So I do know what you're about to say, but go ahead because it's real fun. Because he makes a critical <laughs> error in my opinion, but go yeah. ahead. So the guy, the guy that made Monster Mash was just a workaday songwriter who never had a big hit before. Monster Mash blows up. His career still doesn't take off outside of that, so he keeps trying to go back to the well, making more and more monster holiday themed songs. And you can go go to YouTube and watch Monster Holiday right now, which is his Christmas song where the monsters, see, <laughs> the monsters have a holiday party. But see, I, I guess I get why he did that. But my thing with that is, the monsters are for Halloween, so it should be like reindeer mash. 
and, you know, Easter Bunny mash and fireworks. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not monster Christmas, monster New Year. The monsters are the Halloween part. The holiday theme, it should be, you know, you should be doing, it should be elves. Elves mashing it up, you know. Uh, That's just my opinion. Far be it from me to, you know, uh, speak out of turn where the, you know, songwriter of Monster Mash is concerned in his later career efforts. But that's just, that was my take on it. So anyway, I, I like this guy. This struggling country writer has pivoted to making super gay heavy metal, and he's like, keep going back to that well, baby. It's not. It's not. It, it's much better than me than Monster Holiday. Um, but anyway, this is 2022, and nothing's on. Nothing's unproblematic. So uh, <laughs> he doesn't hit for everybody. Uh, this one lady in the article is mad. She thinks the song is. She said the song. Uh, she thinks the song is funny, but is uncomfortable with many of McDonald's songs about black men, such as quote, "Love my black bros" and "Black cock gay." <laughs> So maybe he has objectification problems. I don't know, uh, but he is, he is the, the um, kind of like the Jimi Hendrix to this protest movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is he's the Jimi Hendrix they deserve this particular yes. protest. You know, it's, it's exactly correct for it. <laughs> so that article came out like three or four days ago, but this is from last night. This BuzzFeed reporter who's been following this. Uh, last night, the anti-mandate protesters, probably the last night of the protest, had an emergency meeting in a Twitter space, which is like an online hangout room, in response to the state of emergency. Um, so <laughs> and it says, he like describes the the Windsor-Detroit border blockade, tells a story of how the communications were infiltrated, leading to, leading to organizational collapse. So he's fully crediting the Ram Ranch resistance with <laughs> ruining this whole thing. Uh, he describes the background. So they were trying to have this meeting and they couldn't even have the meeting to complain about the Ram Ranch protesters because they kept coming in and playing the song. Playing Ram Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't even talk about what to do about the Ram Ranch uh, invasion without being uh, invaded by Ram Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it turned out even one of the guys who organized this Twitter space hang was one of the Ram Ranch resistance. They couldn't even kick everyone out effectively because he was holding some of the controls. <laughs> They're everywhere. They one are of the guys legion. says, it's a morale blow. What a clusterfuck. Uh, <laughs> someone started playing Ram Ranch on the second feed. Christ on the cross, one protester yells. <laughs> uh, it's so great, dude. The, the reporter loses track of who's legit and who's a protester. They can't tell who's a troll and who's not. Uh, there's lots of talk about needing money. Quote, none of us know how to use that goddamn Bitcoin, says one guy. I've got kids. I need some money here. I can't do this. <laughs> uh, oh, God. What, what happened to the money we donated? I gave 600 bucks, one woman asks, and one of the trolls said, it's gone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's, <laughs> anyway, these, these people fucking kill me. Uh, this is like, this reminds me of like, remember when the, when the K-pop teens uh, claimed all the tickets to Trump's rally in Oklahoma City, so there's like 15 people actually there. Enough yeah. to kill Herman Cain, I guess, but that was about all they got done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one guy says he's got a live feed of insurance company, and then the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme plays. <laughs> they're just the ranchers, as they're called, are just incessantly punking them. Oh God, uh, yeah, they can't. So anyway, this is this is how that was going for them. Um, uh, they they were one of the old people on the on the line got hold got in contact with that reporter at the end and said by his guess like eighty percent of the people in those rooms were trolls not actual protesters <laughs> so it's like it's like this is like a like a like a dumber twenty twenty two version of like those um, Black Panther meetings in the sixties where everyone was an FBI agent um, <laughs> anyway things are not going well for them uh, some more good trouble someone momentarily hacked the because the, they got kicked off of like GoFundMe and all the legit. 
uh, uh, organizations, uh, legit like uh, crowdfunding things where they raise like $15 million. So they started their own sort of thing. Uh, it was called Give, Send, Go, or uh, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a real one. It has more lax rules. But someone hacked it and redirected the URL to Give, Send, Gone. And when you went to the website, we can't play it because it's a Disney property, but it was a... <laughs> It was a, a, a clip from Frozen of just her riding a horse. I don't know why. Maybe she's riding a horse. It's like Ram Ranch. But the the, the scroll says, it, it sounds like the guy from Viva and Vendetta bragging about stealing their money. is like, your money has been usurped by the government of Canada. You will no longer be able to hold your operations. It's really fucking funny. Um, the but internet the is, fights back, man. Yeah. You don't want to get the attention of like that particular brand of troll, you know, like now nah. they come after I, you and it's relentless. The, uh, the pro trucker people did eventually get a hold again of the website. But in the meantime, uh, someone had downloaded, uh, names and email addresses for 92,000 donors and handed them over to reporters. So that should be interesting. I saw one report that somebody gave 50 bucks from a DOJ email address. So that's probably not going to go well for that guy. Uh, in the background of this, Here's a fun update from our old friend, the Queen of Canada, uh, we talked about in prior episodes, mm-hmm. Queen uh, Romana Dudulo. If, yeah. if you don't remember, she's this lady. She happens to be a Filipino immigrant to Canada. She started making YouTube videos for nobody where she claimed she was the Queen of Canada and she was forbidding COVID restrictions. Unbeknownst to her at first, she became mega famous and viral and had supporters. But then it began to manifest in the real world. She became, she became aware of it and started showing up to protesters. And people literally fed her, bowed before her. It's crazy. Anyway, she doesn't hit for everybody anymore. Some of her biggest supporters uh, started thinking she was a fraud and got a hold of her YouTube account and locked her out and made a video calling her a fraud. She also had crowdfunded money to rent an RV for her own truck convoy to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, her, the supporters cool. who turned on her stole her RV. Yeah, a little snag. Yeah, and then she made this video if you get it. Man. Hello, everyone. So this is Queen Romana. And we have the owners of the managers of this Canada Dream RV uh, here in Montreal who uh, is refusing to cooperate with the head of state and commander-in-chief of (laughs) Canada, the Kingdom of Canada, who requires an RV to travel as part of her convoy. So this is this, and perhaps the next time I visit this facility, is when I'm closing it down. I'm not quite yeah. sure they understand uh, that the head of state can do that and commander all of their uh, vehicles and this right. building what, what as she, a commander in chief. Like when she <laughs> when she gives like a queenly decree, right? Mm-hmm. And then nothing happens. Like she mm-hmm. goes in there and she's like, I, you know, I your queen demands an RV which is a funny mm-hmm. demand for a queen in the first place. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, I'm not giving you an RV. And then in her head's like, well, I'm going to have to shut this guy down using my queen powers since he just ignored my queen. I do this all the time, like trying to make sense of any of these people, you know, but it's like, I just don't, I'm fascinated by you as, know some of these brains we encounter on this show, Mark. As as someone who's a big fan of pettiness, uh, I like the idea the, how small she thinks is like I'm going to become military dictator of Canada in order to close this RV rental place. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's some real George Costanza shit. I love it. Um, well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the 
Congress people and their stocks. Yeah. So there's been some traction, boring on bipartisan momentum to ban stock trading among uh, people in Congress because of a series of scandals and clusterfucks that they've gotten themselves wrapped up in. And it's become sort of, I mean, it should be untenable to begin with. If yeah. you, for those of you, if you don't remember um, the context of this, uh, right after COVID hit, um, a, a few Congress people, including, um, you know, uh, the two Georgia dipshits, uh, Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue, got caught basically dumping, like, I think Purdue dumped hotel stocks and uh, they bought into, like, online communication software. Like, I don't know if it was exactly Zoom, but something like that. So they, they, they saw it coming and used it after an intelligence briefing and decided to profiteer off of it. Now, I don't know if that's why Loeffler and Purdue lost to Ossoff and Warnock, but the fact they seem like, uh, you know, uh, crooked scumbags and Ossoff and Warnock are, like, uh, literal church boys. Well, Ossoff is Jewish, but, you know what I'm saying, squeaky clean and uh, Warnock's literal reverend. Um, with, with no, with no skeletons in a closet seemed to me to be a factor, but it's like, they also tried to, one reason this didn't become a partisan scandal is because they said Diane Feinstein did it too. Now, I, I don't want to be ableist here, but one of the things we know about Diane Feinstein is she has a pretty bad case of Alzheimer's. Now this is like basically in the public record. Chuck, Chuck Schumer's had three separate meetings with her to try to get her resign because of because of her mental state. And the reason he had three is because he had the second one because she didn't remember the first one, had the yeah. third one because she didn't remember the second one. And I guess she doesn't right. remember the third one either. So the fact, I, I doubt she formed some high level, uh, uh, you know, plan. But something like the, the current, they're currently regulated by something called the Stock Act, which is like stop trading on congressional knowledge, whatever. That was passed in 2012. No one's ever been prosecuted for it. It's very, it's a very high bar to meet to, to, to pass this law. But in the meantime, like Pelosi's husband m- made some timely trades that profited $5 million like a, mo- a couple months ago. All this stuff just looks like absolute shit. Right. Um, and Pelosi dragged her feet as, as recently as a month ago. She's saying there's no way to do it. It's unfair to, to, to keep powerful people from participating in the economy. Now she's come around because I mean, it's like that's so what like it. it. They have all this extra information that every, pe- other regular people are not privy to. Like you said, mm-hmm. we're on intelligence committees or <laughs> economic trends or whatever. There's a million different ways they could have a scoop on something that's like patently unfair that they could artificially enhance their wealth with. And that's like, you know. I thought we was against that sort of thing generally. It's like just clearly like Conflict of interest, abuse of power, all that mm-hmm. shit. They shouldn't be able to do it in the first place, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, if you have them, if you have uh, interest, financial interest before you get elected or whatever, as long as it's not like a direct conflict of interest in some way, then whatever. But actively trading in in you know these markets while you're participating in running and helping to run the economy just seems like. Such yeah. obvious horse shit to me. It's not even just knowledge. Like they, like you're, you're talking about, like they literally pass laws that help and hinder these, these, these. right? Like yeah, you could, you could you could like for example buy stock in Exxon and then uh, uh, introduce a bill that uh, it pays more oil subsidies. Right. You could short Exxon and pass a bill that uh, fu- that funds you green could, energy. Right. You could. You could I'm just, just spitballing here. You could like be on the board of Halliburton or something like that and yeah. start a war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of different things you could do hypothetically in these positions, yeah. but they do really do think they're special. And it's like, I, I really hate the really think being in Congress is a real job. <laughs> I fucking I just hate it so much. Like this has gotten so bad. Like there was a, there was a reporting this month that like 
at least 55 members of Congress violated the Stop Act in 2021 alone, and nothing's going to happen to them. But right. the funny thing is, all the people who got caught doing this have done. One of the reasons Pelosi had to like switch lanes is because the people who got caught breaking the law are now trying to save their asses by advocating for a stronger law. Here's a woman, uh, like an Iowa congressman, after scrutiny, U.S. Rep. Cindy Axney supports ban on stock trades in Congress. The scrutiny she have, uh, got was for making like I think uh, like sixty grand on suspicious trades, <laughs> so it's not scrutiny. She fucking did crooked shit. And right. Somebody noticed it. It's not the scrutiny she's worrying about. But anyway, there, it, it, just a reminder though. As much as Pelosi annoys me, there are still much bigger dumbasses than uh, than her. Here's a quote from um, our, our returning favorite, Senator uh, Tommy Tuberville, football coach slash senator slash asshole. Uh, Trump-loving GOP senator says no one will run for office if you ban lawmakers from trading stocks. <laughs> he is essentially saying if you can't right. get paid an exorbitant amount of money, you're right. only going to get people who aren't smart enough to be greedy. Right. Now, if you can't like profit on your position of power in the first place, then what would possibly motivate you to serve as a you know U.S. representative? Yeah. Like it's just it's outright stating like we are not here to represent the people or their interests or our constituents or nothing like that. We're here to line yeah. our pockets. If you try to keep us from doing that, we'll all just fucking leave. And I hope you're happy. It's fucking outrageous, man. Can, can, by the way, they can still have investments. Just get put into blind trusts under the most of framework for these laws. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's also, it's not even click. They're, they're debating. It might, they, what they're probably going to do is pass something that doesn't do anything until they look better in election year. But right. like some of these laws don't even do anything, but it's like, it's like one of the most stringent will ban like, um, uh, Congress people, their spouses and their dependent children. So their adult children, they could still leak information to and nothing would happen to them. Uh, which is absolutely what would happen. But anyway, so like, but it, let's say you could stop Congress people from profiteering off being in Congress. Can you imagine the horror if all you got was like social workers and activists and people who cared about their community elected to Congress? How awful that would be. People I know. Only right. for public service. People who were motivated by, yeah, serving uh, their people and their community and whatnot. Then where would we be if those people actually ran and were elected to office? Yeah, Do you remember what a hellscape. That, that famous uh, Simpsons outtake where uh, somebody's like, imagine a world with no lawyers and the lawyer brain. It's like a bunch of people of all races and creeds dancing around a field holding hands with rainbows. Yeah. And the lawyer goes, oh, awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's where these fucking idiots think. It's like, yeah. I, 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 it's like if, it's, we're, we were full. Greed is good was a, was a parody in the yes. 80s. To make right. fun of Reaganism. And now it's yeah, just it was fully satirical. Like, yeah, but yeah. they uh, genuinely espouse that belief. They're like, no, nah, mm -hmm. that guy was fucking Gordon Gecko. He was the shit. <laughs> yeah. That guy unironically anyway, ruled, I think. I hope they pass this. It's political malpractice that Pelosi didn't hang this around with Pope, hang Purdue and Loeffler around the entire party's necks and announced committee investigations into every fucking body last mm -hmm. year. Uh, but whatever. It's where we are. Two years ago, whatever it happened. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know what? It's announcement time. How about that? Yeah, let's just do it. Got a big announcement for y'all to make. You filled out that survey last week. Some of y'all are going to be unsurprised by this. So 
we love doing this show. As you know, we've been at it for a little while now. Free, ad-free, all that stuff. None of that is changing whatsoever. We are going to expand the show a little bit somewhat, though. If you want to support the show and also receive some bonus SKUs content, you can now do so as of tonight. You can go to weeklyskews.com slash more. It has been added to my Patreon page, so you can also look me up on Patreon and find it there. I feel like it's important for me to say, uh, if you already support me on Patreon, first of all, I very much appreciate it. Nothing is going to change about that. This is a separate additional thing for fans of the SKUs. However, if you're a $10 supporter on my Patreon, you will get everything you will get this and the skew stuff all together so that's a little bonus for my ten dollar people i appreciate you and everybody else nothing is changing just adding a new thing for people who want to support the show we're going to do um extra episodes of skews we might do a little like uh um more specialized things like deep dives into certain topics let mark really run wild on some conspiracy <laughs> shit do some uh <laughs> historical subjects things of that nature you know like in in american politics some forgotten scandals or whatnot or the other side of certain stories like things like that in addition to just the more kind of standard skews format for you know the cost of a cup of coffee a month and again the regular show the standard show gonna keep going keep trucking right along exactly like it has been so that's our plan for now if we people are into it and it's going well you know we expand it further play around with it but uh we're excited about it and uh yeah looking forward to getting started the first bonus uh content will be up later this very week matt's going to send out an email about it too and all this stuff i'll post about it but yeah so on my patreon page there's now a skews tier for all you skewers out there who want to support the show and get some bonus stuff what were where you thinking about it all mark what am i thinking about it um, yeah we're, we're, how are you feeling about it uh yeah i mean uh, I'm, uh we're excited we've been talking about behind the scenes for a while we just want to be able to do more and uh, spend more time on this without uh, having my wife yelling at me for not uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> not paying the bills. So yeah, just doing that. Yeah, yeah. One thing I thought about too, um, and this is listen, not a bit. First of all, I, I just remembered like and subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, we appreciate it. Do that, um, but also it, a lot of our people are view. We got view skewer viewers. Well, people watch the show, which we appreciate because we don't, you know, I don't why you want to look at our faces. We don't understand. But, you know, we got the clips and stuff. Big chunk of our audience watches, which we appreciate. However, if you listen to podcasts at all, whatever you use for podcasts, if you want to subscribe to the audio version, whether you listen to it or not, that would be cool, too, just for like data reasons. But it's not a big deal. But, yeah, um, so those are ways you can support us and the show and we're going to bring you some fun stuff in the near future and uh like i said if you want to get on to my uh other patreon stuff i'm that's all still going we're having a good time with that and there's a five dollar and a ten dollar tier and if anybody in the ten dollar tier will get her thing so nobody's going to be you know missing out or getting uh you know screwed over skewed over not going to do that all fair and equitable around here. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're looking forward to it. Um, but I guess with that said, we can, uh, you know, 
move on now <laughs> to other yeah. comments and stuff. Matt's been throwing up some uh, messages of support down there, which we appreciate. But, yes, making that announcement, and, of course, we will be reminding everybody of it as we go forward. Aaron McCullough says, I come for Mark's wallpaper. I stay for the discourse. Yes. Well, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be in front of that wallpaper still yet on the bonus yeah. stuff, I do believe. Uh, wife Erin, uh, she gets mad at me because like I always lose the link when people hit me up. Be like, where can I get that wallpaper? And I'm like, ah, it's on Amazon. It's peeling stick. And I got to be like, Aaron, where's the link? And she's got to again. So I got to like, I, I yeah. don't know how to find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Derek Duke says, I've been a skewer since the OG skews twice a week. Yeah, that's right. Take you back. Well, now you can get, uh, you know, a little more than yeah. just once a week. For five it used to be called, month, it was that. nightly skew, evening skews, right? When we started, we yep. had to change the name when we uh, rebranded. That's right. Because <laughs> some some bitch had gotten the uh, evening skews URL is what happened with that. Oh but, yeah, I forgot we about went, that. We've been weekly skews for a minute now, though. Um, yeah. So the Super Bowl halftime show, Mark. Uh-huh. I saw a good uh, a good tweet about jim gray says trey you're a hell of a salesman i appreciate I was, that I'm i was not. thinking like when you when you threw to me about me like i'm not very outwardly i'm, I'm not a, i'm not good at selling i'm very uncomfortable with it i'm also not very outwardly emotive yeah like, I, I know I, yeah i was like how you feeling about it, mark you excited over there you're like yeah man it's gonna be cool that's, we're that's gonna have a good time <laughs> yeah i know i know i honestly i've got a little bit of that too it's hard for me to be like to get like i can get like riled up about things that piss me off yeah. or whatever, but like, you know, things like joy, <laughs> oh, you know, uh, just outward, uh, uh, expressions of passion or, uh, <laughs> love and, uh, joy and things like that. I can get a little, get a little weird about it. I still feel guilt to this day when, on my Christmas my, when I, after I turned 16, my dad got me an old beat up pickup truck to get around in yeah. and like open a stocking and there's keys in it. I realized he got me a truck and I'm like, Oh, cool. I was right. like, my dad wanted me to, he wanted to show. And I was like, oh. right. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca <laughs> YouTube says, Trey, maybe sell skewers t-shirts. Yeah. We can, we're going to, you know, that's a good idea, Rebecca. We've got the weekly skew shirts. We can do more, uh, more shirts, figure some shirt stuff out. Um, but I was going to ask Mark, I saw this tweet that got me pretty good. Cause I honestly hadn't thought about it this way, uh, which is funny, but like even actually on my Patreon earlier this week, I was talking about the halftime show. And I said, with no sense of self-awareness whatsoever, I was like, you know, every now and then they have like the Rolling Stones or something like that. It appealed to like an older demographic or something. Right. Uh, but this year, this was for, uh, you know, like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this is it's the same type of thing. It's just 20 years later or whatever. Yeah. There was a tweet that said it's like a whole bunch of us this week thought, you know, they used to get bands like the Rolling Stones to appeal to the older crowd. But now finally this year, they oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I've been thinking about this because, like, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. Like, I remember, like, like we turn on oldies, like old, oldies rock radio. Like, they've been playing Green Day for like 20 years already. On yeah, oldies right. Radio. Yeah. Pearl Jam, Nirvana. Like, it's like, so this isn't a new experience for me, but like, but, but I mean, you think about it, like, I remember my dad listening to oldies rock and they were playing like Skinner and Zeppelin, but that was only like 12, 13 years old in the eighties. Right. So <laughs> it's like chronic 2001, which Dre was doing songs from came out in 2001. That's 21 years ago. Of course yeah. it's all, it's oldies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the world. I kind of related. I noticed, uh, I was in 
Alabama, and there was a, our buddy, Matt Mitchell. Shout out to Cassio Kid. Awesome dude. Very funny comic. He's on a radio station down there, and it's like rock radio like not classic rock like just mm-hmm. like modern rock radio but i noticed when i was there and i'm not throwing shade because i don't know what else they would play it's still the same stuff that was on rock radio when i mm-hmm. was in like college listening to rock you know what i mean like uh like saliva and fucking three doors down and all that stuff you know what i mean because it's like that they just ain't making new versions of that i guess i don't know what else you play on rock radio imagine dragons uh <laughs> <laughs> Brian Fowler from Facebook says, I had a 65-year-old ask me if I'd ever heard of the liberal redneck. Watch him every week. Dude was a Republican pre-Trump. Well, that's nice to hear. Like to, Unless he was like, you believe they got one of them? What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Whole country's gone to shit, man. <laughs> Get my gun! Yeah. <laughs> Where's he at? Uh, but yeah, I don't know what, uh, like what rock music is right now that's how to touch i am you know what i mean i don't know what what classifies as rock music like right now today you know i'm not big on like i started it's an old documentary but i started a mics and men last night the uh, documentary series on wu-tang clan it was pretty good so far but i was listening like i was like like i grew up my dad hating rap music and stuff but like there's all kinds of mute like i don't mean genres but i mean like some people make music to be silly sometimes it's dance music sometimes it's like protest songs sometimes it's everything but like Sometimes people are just out there having fun. <laughs> yeah. Like when Method Man does the song Method Man, he's just doing a lot of wordplay. There's nothing there's nothing really going on behind it, and that's absolutely fine. But like so rock's the same way where some of it's dance, some of it's whatever. But like there was a top ten rock albums list a couple years ago, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, none of like definitionally to me, to me, I don't know what rock is. I can't really define it, but it's like something you would make sense to ride a motorcycle to. Is the, mo- is the, <laughs> yeah. the best way I can explain Yeah, that's it. a good yeah, it's a good way to put and it. Like Imagine Dragons <laughs> Vampire right. Weekends do not fit right. that to me. <laughs> right. Well, like there's a whole like bit, bunch of different kinds of rock, you know, like yeah. Michael Krauss says, not Coldplay. See, they, you know, yeah, Coldplay's a, a rock band. I don't know what they're, but I know, like Vampire Weekend, I think they're like indie rock. It would be the thing they are, but I don't know. But even them, dude, they've been around for a while now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I know. Like, that's why I said Imagine Dragons. It's like, I think Imagine Dragons, I believe, is like considered to be a rock band right in this mm-hmm. era. And, uh, you know, and I ain't got no problem with them. My, my sons, they fucking love Imagine Dragons. Uh, but yeah. I don't, it don't sound like rock music to me, but I'm old now. I've been going through this lately. The music thing, I'm definitely turning into my dad and that. I never thought I'd be that way. I, I, I used to be like hip to shit, Mark, where music was concerned. I really did. And now I just don't, I don't, I don't get things. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused yeah. by it. I listen to it and I'm, I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. I want that to get off my yard. You know, like I don't, <laughs> I never used to be that way, but it's just like, yeah. it just be happening when you get older, I, I guess. I still listen to a good amount of new music. I'll browse, Apple music. I'll browse to and see what the new stuff is. And if I, if it looks like a genre I'm into, like I'll, I'll give it a listen, but you, but you, most new stuff doesn't hook me. Like I listen once. I'm like, Oh, that's good. Like I like, yeah. like, Anderson Pock was at the Super Bowl. Anderson Pock was the Super Bowl show just playing drums. Nobody even noticed he was there. He was playing drums for Eminem. I was like, I like his music a lot. He does like soul oh, stuff. Oh, that's it's cool. Be- yeah, I didn't even know that. That's right. Yeah. Um, he makes good music laid by a pool, too. There's lots of, there isn't good new stuff. You just got to really dig for it. Or um, maybe we're just old. I don't know. Terminal, <laughs> Terminal 3 from YouTube said, Modern Rocks is bad as modern country. I've railed on, you know, radio country for 
the better part of 20 years now. A lot of that rent was just on porches. I've just been bitching on porches about it, but I've, yeah. we got a whole uh, podcast about 90s country. But the thing about that is, like, I know, old, like, my dad, he loved Waylon and Willie and them. He hated 90s country. Yeah. My buddy Earl, who's around my dad's age, same thing, big, great musical taste, hated 90s country. But we were, like, kids at the time and had a different – you know, so it's all, it's just all like relative completely. Uh, DGP Holy Hand Grenade, I like that name, says, I haven't listened to the radio in over a decade and it's all the same playlist. I mean, on some stations, it literally yep. is, in my experience, you know, it hasn't changed, but that's uh, whatever. That's neither here nor there. All right. Well, thank you all for uh, being here. We appreciate it. Hope you go and sign up, weeklyshoes.com slash more or my Patreon. Uh, you can go to my Patreon page. If you're already tooling around over there, you can find a new tier for SKUs, and we're going to be putting out new stuff, and it's going to be fun. And we appreciate y'all. We're excited about it, and uh, we'll see you next time. Let's do it. So you love you. Bye. SKUs.